Check, check. Do I have to burp too? Or can I just say check, check? You can say check, check, but you know, burping's nice. Damn it. I don't know if I have one. Give it a shot. There we go. But you didn't say check, check. (laughs) Check, check. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Check, 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 check. Very professional way to start off the Megacast. Ted? Oh, yeah. What's your podcast about? Burps. Chicken. Farts. <laughs> you see, did you say chicken or chicken? Chicken. Chicken, too. Could be about chicken. We haven't had chicken in a while. Last meal we had was sushi. Sushi, yep. We haven't done our chicken wings thing. We haven't. Maybe we could go to uh, either Buffalo Wild Wings, or even better, Ted, maybe we could go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, uh, hello, Miami! Is that the Colonel? I yeah. am Colonel Sanders. I am everywhere. Do you know about this? No. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? We'll come back to that. Let's let's get things going, and then we're going to come right back to that because it's the greatest freaking story. And I know there's a lot of people who listen to EDM that like our podcast. There's some fellow melters, festival people. Oh, dude, you're going to have your mind blown. I'm so pumped. I thought for sure you knew about this. No. Okay, well, why don't we get our heart rates and our blood pumping and our brain functioning? And, Ted, I'm excited about this push-up song. I found a banger. All right, all right. A banger. Nice work. You know, sometimes you just find that one and you're like, I can't wait for Ted to hear it. All right. All right. We did our setup, right? Yeah. All right, let's get our push-ups. Oh. Sounds like a DJ Snake one. Right? It's only going to get better. All right. Let's get 10. <laughs> Here we go. One, two, making me doubt EDM music overall. It doesn't help the argument of anyone can do it. Because yeah. their, their rock production library stuff is very generic. But I feel like they, I don't know, man. I feel like it's a guy who knows what he's doing when it comes to the EDM. Oh, he's got to have that part. Yeah. Starring DTX Mid. Pretty simple this week, Steve. Uh, sometimes you gotta throttle down or listen to your own body. Uh, I stand before you, a hurt man. Uh-oh, what yeah. happened, Ted? Uh, well, you know, over the weekend, I started getting a little cold. That didn't stop me. I still went out and had fun. And the cold's been whooping my butt all week. Uh, cold one. Cold zero. One. Cold one, right. Ted zero. And then on but top it went of, to overtime. Right, on top of the allergies. And then also, uh, I have a very sore, strained, mild uh, strain in my quad. Uh, I was playing soccer on Sunday. I kind of tweaked it. 
Did I stop? No. Nope. Did I let anybody else on the team take a corner? No. No. I persevered and really just overworked it for no reason. So now it hurts, and I don't think I can play this weekend, according to my trainer. So that's just reminding people, hey, sometimes, man, and I know it's hard. I wanted to go to bull riding, and I did. I saw a fun Saturday. But I saw the picture with you at the cowboy hat. Man, feeling good. Looking sharp. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so just once in a while, listen to your body. Feel like this, this weekend, I am not doing anything. Good for you. Yeah. I'm going to lay low and, uh, you know. There are times where I have to skip uh, wrestling training because I'm like, you know what? This body is not having it. After that last match that I had with um, uh, at Without a Cause Wrestling, yeah. there's a part, and you know the move, where a guy will be outside the ring and the other guy will suicide dive into him. Well, oh, yeah. a couple shows ago, I did it, and the guy suicide dived into me. I caught him. We go down. Land on my ass. I'm like, oh, that did not feel good because it's a hardwood floor. There's no padding on this damn floor. It's Ooh. just hardwoods. Like, that kind of bruised my ass. All right. Get up. As soon as I got up, the next guy in his tag team, the Strays, it's uh, Judas Icarus and Elliot Tyler, great wrestlers. Judas Icarus comes flying over the top rope, flips, and lands on me. Cradle him down. Land right on that ass again. I'm like, son of a bitch. Bruised my ass bad. So now, fast forward a month later, wrestling again. Just so happened to be wrestling the Strays once again. There's a moment in the match where it's a six, uh, three, it's six man tag. So three on one side, three on the other. It's me and Daddy's Money, which is uh, Travis Williams and Eli Surge versus the Strays and Priscilla Kelly. At some point, one of our guys is out on the, on, on, on the ground. The other two of us, we go over to him. Those three come suicide diving out onto us. I catch Judas Icarus. I go down. Land on my ass again. And I go, oh. And I hear him go, you all right? You all right? I'm like, I'm fine. Now we're sliding because it's a hardwood floor. We keep sliding, and I slam into the step leading up to the stage right on my hip. So now my hip and my ass are bruised. Oh. And I'm like hobbling, and it doesn't help that I'm a man in my 40s already wrestling, stupid enough as it is. And now I'm like walking with a limp. I just look like old man Miggs. Yeah. While a guy in the crowd has a sign that says, AARP Miggs. Oh. That's and pretty I, good. I took that sign and I ripped it. <laughs> and that felt great, Ted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, my quads were getting a little sore. I was a little dehydrated. And it was just like, oh, you did this to yourself. Right. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know about you. I'd rather be sore and in pain and, and living my life to its fullest and doing the fun things that I want to do than just to be, you know. Oh, yeah. Because my trainer even said he goes... So if it hurt when you did that, why did you keep taking the corners? Because that's what I do. Yes! Which nobody will point at me. I just do that. I'd rather do all that than have my body feel like a million bucks watching television every day. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Well, you're right. Well, now you're making me feel bad about missing. No, you're doing good. My moral of my story was I skipped the next week of training. Because my ass hurt. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, that little clip is a little foreshadowing to this story. Uh, so you know that big music festival? There's millions of them, but there's always, you know, Which obviously. We Miami got, Ultra? Yes. That's right. the one. And apparently it was they, they're calling it like Firefest Junior because it was just all these issues. Actually, there was um, something caught fire there. Um, shuttle buses broke down where people had to walk a mile. Oh, the horror. Uh, they had to walk a mile to get into the venue. There was just like a, it was just a complete and utter S show. But the big thing. How that do you it, feel? But by the way, how do you feel about having music festivals in giant cities? Um, I, I have no real issue with it. All right. Why? I feel like they're not as fun. Oh, well, like how do I do? I find them to be as entertaining. Like no, it's like you're no, Miami you're right. Beach. Like you yeah. already have a whole scene. Like you could have a concert. I just it seems weird that you have this. 
I see ultra music. Fa- it's like, wait, but you're in. Sorry, but you're in freaking Miami. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fe- part of festivals, you know, is like going outside the city and you could have these massive stages and stuff. I think, though, you and I have a different outlook on festivals as opposed to some people. Some people believe the festivals is a place to go to be seen. So going to Miami to big festivals, that's like, or Vegas for Electric Daisy Carnival. Like, these are places that people want to be seen. Right, but even EDC, they yeah. have out at the racetrack. That's a good point. Like, I'm pretty sure Ultra, they just have, like, downtown by the beach. Oh, okay. I have no idea. But yeah. I'm with you, man. I like, I like the idea of going to Darrington for Meltdown. Yeah, there's a river the next yeah. day. Or, like, right, like, I've, I've seen crazy, and it's not a festival, but, like, Burning Man's in the middle of nowhere. And, I mean, I've never done it. I don't know if I could ever pull it off. That would be a rough rough weekend and a rough sell to the wife ski, but Paradiso and at the Gorge. Right, right, yeah. or right. Like, some of that stuff, right, you're at the Gorge. Like, you're mm-hmm. outside of town. I don't know. The the Like, Ultra has never held anything for me. I'm like, I, if I want to go to Miami, like, Miami is so much fun on its own. Just go to Miami. That's a good point. And there's plenty of stuff to do all night long. You don't need a music festival to Any keep you going. Any fun, right, you think you could have at a music festival? Like, Miami already has it. They have nightclubs that go till 6 a.m. Like, so I'm like... Why do you need a festival there? Dude, still the craziest thing was the year we went to a radio convention and we stayed at a, a really nice hotel. They had a great like Eden Rock, I think. But right next door was like an even fancier place. That's like where all like the fancy people go to right. see it. Uh, like the top DJs in the world will spin at this hotel that's like right next door to ours. And we're partying and having a good time. And they're like, dude, ne- next door is off the hook. I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, why? And they're like, Oh, like, you know, LeBron's there, this person's there. I'm like, why are they all there? They're like, well, the Heat just won the championship, and that's where their after party is. No was, kidding. Oh, man, I was trying to figure out a way to get in there, but obviously security was pretty tight. But I was like, if there's any way we could sneak into there, how great would that be to party with the, with the Miami Heat? That's weird, because the one time I was in Miami was they were in the finals. They yeah. hadn't won it yet. So huh. we must have been down there like the same year. It had to be. Yeah. yeah it was well, they that, won it back to back. Okay, it was one of the years one that the years. they won it at home. Yeah. Because they finished the game and went straight to the hotel right next to Eden Rock. That's awesome. Yeah. So this festival, uh, Ultra, is in the news because, well, they're the, I mean, the epitome of capitalism. Talk about trying to make money off of every little thing. And, and a lot of people are not very happy about it. I kind of find it funny, but I'm curious to see what you t- think about it. So I played that little clip. All right. There, I'll find the picture, man. So they had a DJ set by Colonel Sanders on the main stage during the day at, Club, at, at Ultra, the festival, as right. a way of making extra money. So KFC bought DJ Space Time, had a guy with a giant Colonel Sanders head, DJ for now. Originally, I was like, "Wow, that's kind of messed up. That sucks for someone who's there. You're gonna get inundated by this giant commercial." But then I heard it was about a five minute set, so I was like, "Okay, I don't know. I find that kind of funny, but a lot yeah. of people are pissed off." Really? Yeah. Huh. Let me try and find the picture because if you just go on Twitter, just type in KFC Ultra, you'll be able to find the video. I mean, there. is he trying to sell chicken, or is it just like, "Hey, I'm the Colonel DJing"? It's like I'm the Colonel DJing with nonstop videos behind him. So like there, there he is right there. It's pretty freaking fine. It looks like Marshmallow, but with uh, a Colonel Sanders head. And then this is part of his DJ set. Uh, hello, Miami. I am Colonel Sanders. The best is when you watch the video. Nobody in the crowd is feeling it at all. No. It's awkward. They're all just standing there. Hey there. Hey, y'all. Hungry for some beats. Hungry for some beats? This sounds like one of our ideas at Meltdown. But it would be at 2 in the morning. Not at 5.30. Yeah. 
He's got a big video screen behind him. Yeah, I mean, the stage show looks cool. And right here, it starts going finger-licking good on the screen. And at this point, you they were hoping that, that crowd is not feeling this. At all. And this is the moment where you think everyone's going to lose their mind. No one. Oh, man. Awkward. I don't know. You're right. Like, that seems like it should be funny. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. But I also thought that Jack in the Box would have been a better DJ. I think people might have been. And I even tweeted that. And Jack in the Box at the Twitter account responded and said, yeah, I'd like to have been there. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Mm. I don't know. I've got a tour on this one. I know, because part of me is like, you. I mean, people are spending 300 to 400 bucks for a three-day pass. Some people, 1,500 bucks. So you spend all this money. Do you really, it's like, you know, buying, going to a movie that you just spent 20 bucks on, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the movie, they just throw a commercial. I mean, I can understand why you would be annoyed. I'd be more annoyed if they got him, gave him like a half hour set. Because some people are like, I can't believe you took away from someone who could really have used that opportunity for exposure. And it's like, ah, oh, it's a five minute set. It's not, it's not hurting anybody. It's a chance for everyone to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I also, yeah, you're right. Maybe it just depends on the festival too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that could be fun day on like, fun on like a Sunday, you know? Like- or fun on Saturday night <clears throat> at like four in the morning. All of a sudden, the, the colonel comes out, and he just starts throwing chicken into the crowd, or chicken nuggets. Yeah, and I feel like if the colonel randomly showed up in the crowd, people would be more happy to see him. Well, somebody brought up a point that some of these festivals, you see the, the KFC flag, and people are always like, what is it up with ravers and KFC? And now people are starting to think, KFC has just been doing this for a while, sending somebody with a KFC flag, trying to endear themselves with the rave culture, and here is their opportunity to go even next level. Someone at KFC is a fan of EDM, I think is what it boils down to. Yeah, and no offense, but I just, I don't know that I see a bunch of hungover ravers running to KFC the next day. And no raver wants KFC at that moment. No. Now, Taco Bell, I could see a bunch of hungover ravers the next day just eating gobs of Taco Bell, right? (laughs) The greasier, the better. Yeah, right. And don't get me wrong, I'd eat a bucket of chicken the next day, but I'm just like, I'm just picturing me and you like sitting in the sun, like trying to eat chicken. Just like, no, 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 no. Eating a soft taco seems way more appealing. (laughs) It's less messy on the hands. Yeah. You don't feel like you're going to have like this fried chicken sweats. I love one person, right? It's enough to turn anyone vegan. (laughs) <laughs> but dude, some of the comments on their Facebook page, someone posted the video on Facebook and the comments are pretty great. One person said, judging by the crowd's reaction, some would say he laid an egg. But Next person. <laughs> I don't understand why people had a problem with this. Mitsubishi was advertising at raves all over the world for years and everyone loved it and posted a picture of a Molly pill or an ecstasy pill. Oh, that was Mitsubishi? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. This guy, Scott, wrote 18,000 ravers instantly became sober. I will say, I, you know, to their credit, that almost seemed like when you played it, I was like, huh, that sounds kind of funny. But watching that crowd, it's like, ooh, what a dud. No, it did not go over well. It's a good thing that guy had a mask on. I hope he didn't see what the crowd and how they were reacting. How awkward is it for the guy that was being the DJ? Well, he's behind the mask, at least. That's a good point. I mean, it's weird, Wouldn't it be funny if that was like Tiesto? It ha- you know, I, I wonder if it was somebody. Like, and they're just like, I'm not going to talk about it now. <laughs> well, dude, it's also weird, too. He's like, you wouldn't have, like, you have commercials during football games. Yeah. But it's not like, 
you wouldn't have a fake Colonel Sanders come out and run a play with the offense. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? You, football fans are like, no, 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 dude, you've gone too far. And they embrace themselves with the world of wrestling. So like, they'll sometimes have a commercial where like the Miz is taking on the Colonel, and it's Dolph Ziggler dressed as Colonel Sanders. It's obvious that they recorded it at some point at a WWE show. It must have been recorded either before the show or after the show. But the crowd is there, right? But like, they didn't actually. That's like a paid <laughs> commercial during Monday Night Raw. It's not like as if they just inserted that in the actual show. Right. Yeah. One other person goes, not enough Molly in the world to make a crowd dance to that ass. <laughs> that is an insult on a high level. <laughs> True. Another person, I can't wait for the Hamburglar at eight. <laughs> Another guy wrote, I have so many questions and I don't really want answers to any of them. I just want to forget that this happened completely. Yeah. All right. I think this brings up a bigger conversation. Sometimes corporations just need to chill. Yes. Like, you're a corporation. You know what I mean? Like, you've already got these people paying all this money and everything. Like, I, I get why if you're there, you'd probably be pissed. Throw some KFC banners somewhere. Sure. Right. If you want to hand out chicken or, hand, you know, give them two-for-one coupon. And some of them probably would use that the next day. But I'd like, be pumped already, if someone hand me a cup of that marshmallow uh, of, the, of the mashed potatoes. Right. Like, they've already spent so much money. And then also, sometimes, too, you could tell these Twitter accounts are just run by mid-20-year-old. And it's like, yeah. you're trying to be cool, but you're still a massive brand. Right. It's, it, you know what? You can't have, like, this is the biggest, God, I'm going to get worked up now. But this is the biggest issue with our country today. You can't have it both ways, people. That's not how, look, most of life is lived in a gray area. I say that all the time. But you can't have it both ways, right? If you want to be a giant corporation, then go be a giant capitalistic corporation. Sell your effing product. But you don't get to play and have fun with the normal people, too. (laughs) Like one person even said, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. What's yeah. that from? Uh, remember the original uh, Jurassic Park? Oh, gosh. Isn't I don't it? Rem- I, you're probably right, dude. I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, you know what this reeks of? Meeting. We need to think outside the box. We need to do something organic. And then somebody's like, how about we have the colonel as a DJ? And they're like, that's brilliant. Let's make it happen. Yeah, because also if the colonel's there, people are going to take pictures with him. If the colonel was working the crowd, dancing on, in the main stage. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to one of the raves. Back when I used to go to those USC raves, you know, like um, Freak Night. And I, it was many, many years ago before the costume yeah, even existed. It's so weird that you went to those. I used to go to those all the time. I've never been to a Freak Night. Freak Night, they did one. I don't even remember where it was, but it was south of Seattle. I mean, we drove for a little while. All right. And it was in like, it felt like we were in like some barn. It, and it was different rooms, but you had to go outside to go to the different DJ rooms. It was one of the most fun nights of my life. Nice. Into mornings. It was, yeah, yeah dude, we should go to a freak night one of these times. That'd be kind of fun. But I wanted to, one of these times at a freak night, I wanted to make a jack in the, and this is before they have them, but the jack in the box head. Yes. And, and do all that with the suit and then just go into the main stage and just dance. I was yeah. like, people would lose their mind, especially yeah. back then. If that guy dressed as Colonel Sanders walked into like the late night tent or like whatever and just went balls out. Yeah, it was just dancing. People would love it. Yeah. And they would get probably way more pub from everybody taking a selfie or videos. Check it out. The Colonel Sanders is dancing with us. And yeah. probably could get laid. Oh, yeah. Colonel Sanders. get laid from this set, though. No. That is, man, that crowd was not into it. My favorite, though, comment. Must have been a Popeye's crowd. <laughs> that, that black lady from the commercial shows up. She's not in costume. That's just her. <laughs> what if all the mascots showed up to Ultra? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing with the costumes too. I don't feel like everywhere you go, there's costumes. Oh gosh, yeah. We were ahead of the curve when we were Bert and Ernie, bro. 
We were. We were the only people dressed as Burton Ernie and Elmo. And Elmo, right. Because we were like a couple weeks ahead of Halloween. And there was nobody else doing that. No. We, I mean, dude, we were. The spotlight was on us. Still one of my favorite stories to share. If, if anyone doesn't know, Ted and I, we dressed as Burton Ernie, like full Halloween spirit costumes that you get at the spirit store, and went to fish at the Key Arena. Yeah. Early October. Right, so we're a few weeks away from... I think it might have been like October 19th. I don't know why that date is in my head, but maybe because it was one of the greatest nights of my life. Yeah, that was a blast. And we ended up in the suite level, people just feeding us drinks and joints, and everyone wanted to party with Bert and Ernie, and then somehow we ended up in like the fancy suite, where it's like the owner's suite, yeah, like the two suites combined into one, so it's giant. And we were posted up in that front row. Well, it just so happened that suite was directly behind the stage of Fish. Right. And me and you are in full costume mass, so it's hard for us to see. Our buddy's dress is Elmo, but his Elmo is open face. Yeah, his was a little bit more fancy. Like, it was more high tech. Well, so that goes to part of the story. Steve and I are dancing, and we can't really tell, but then Elmo just keeps leaning over and goes, keep dancing. The spotlight's on you guys. The whole arena can see you. So I don't know about you. I couldn't see much of anything. We just kept dancing. And then Fish is playing. The spotlight guy got off of Fish and went on to us. Right. So then, like, for like a week or two after that on Twitter, like, random Fish fans are just like, Bert and Ernie, those guys get it. Yes. There's a video I, I got to find. It's on YouTube, but it's a bitch to find. Like, I, it, it's poorly labeled, but there's a video of Bert and Ernie, and you can, I mean, we're faintly in the background. Like, whoever shot this video was at the other end of the arena, but they shot it and they even commented, Bert and Ernie showed up to the fish show. And it's just like, yeah, but you're right. There was message boards on Fish's message boards talking about Bert and Ernie showing up. And I'm like, gosh, man, if only we had time off, we should go on tour with Fish. Right. (laughs) But we're just dancing badly, like doing the robot. (laughs) Just living the best. Well, that is one thing I will say about this. Like, like, like I like dancing, right? Especially you get a few, you know, get a few cocktails in your yeah. whatever. But one nice thing about going to see bands like Fish or The Dead or any of that stuff is like you just have to move and wiggle. You got like to. those people, like they're dancing, but it's not like it's not like rap shows where people have like or there's like you know there's like dance steps or whatever. Like there's no class on dancing at a Fish show. Just I mean that's literally what it is. Like just go. That's what Shawty would say. Go wiggle your body, and we did. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, speaking of hip hop, real quick question. What up? So this whole Nipsey Hustle thing. Correct. Right. Uh, is it Nipsey Hustle or Nipsey? Nipsey Hustle. Okay. Sadly, got shot and killed. Did he get shot and killed by a guy that's name is S.E. Cousin? Yes. What? What kind of nickname is that? Uh, they, well, they, those are gang nicknames. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, how do you get that nickname? I, I have no idea. Okay. I, was just, I'm not, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like I see this news story and they don't even say him by his name. They just call him S.E. Cousin. And I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know I, that, yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I don't get that. Well, they did. They had his real name. Like, clearly, he is an S.E. Cousin. He shot somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, man, from what I can tell, that looks like, right, because they were Crips. To, I, I'm afraid that was just some, you know, my buddy George, you know George. Yeah. He talks about there's like levels of aggression. And I forget there's one that's just like a simple insult or something that turns into this massive thing or somebody, ste- mm-hmm. you know, just as an example, somebody steps on your shoe and it turns into this. Yeah. And I'm afraid that's what happened in Nipsey Hustle. Like, it, it seems like it was just some, I'm worried <sighs> it was just some dumb argument and somebody just got their pride hurt and then shot the dude. That sucks, man. Especially I, like I had a meeting on Monday. With the LAPD to talk about, because the bigger issue is in LA, man, there's there's a lot more gang violence and 
just violence in general all of a sudden popping up. Damn. That, yeah. That, yeah, I've read a lot of people commenting on on him and their and his influence on them as a person, and it's not like the, the world lost a real positive guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I can't sit here and tell you I knew a bunch of his music. I don't I was know a huge anything. Fan. I yeah. went on, I ain't got to lie. Also, I, of course, like many people, when someone dies, I'm like, I'm curious to hear what their music's about. Yeah. Or if someone I was a fan of, but I forgot about and they died, I'm like, oh, I need to listen to them again, like Prince or whoever it may be. So I I pulled up Nipsey Ru- Hustle, Nipsey Russell, Nipsey Hustle. And honestly, like, it was just, it, it didn't, didn't vibe with me musically. Like, I, yeah, I, I mean, he was more known for like mixtapes and SoundCloud yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it didn't really hit me in a way that I was like, oh, I, you know, I want to be paying attention to his music now. But I was like, that sucks. That's a real unfortunate thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That, that Some of that stuff is just, you know, especially for people like us. Like, we, I have no idea what's going on in that world. No. No. You know what I mean? There's a, there was a guy by the name of Juice World that was number one on the charts. And I don't even know who the hell Juice World is or if it's a group. I had to go on my Apple Music to be like, this is the moment where I became the old white guy. Who the hell is Juice World? And it's not even spelled right. So I, yeah. go, I look it up and I listen to it. I'm like, that's not a, that's nothing like I expected what Juice World would sound like. To me, Juice World sounds like a fun pop band. Well, have you heard about the country song? No, the little I, Nas, whatever guy. No. So then, right? So basically, his song was charting, and then Country took it off and said it doesn't count as a country song. What is it called? Little Nas. Little Nas. It should come up. Little Nash. Rambler or X Old Town Road? Lil Nas X Old Town Road. Yeah. Okay, let me see if that's it. Uh, I got the horses in the back. I think that's it. I don't know if it's clean, dude. Okay. Yeah, so this is uh, removed from the Billboard charts. Yeah. And he wanted to thank everybody for even putting it in there in the first place. So Trevor Noah said this last night, and I agree with him. Like, are we going to act like Taylor Swift is still country? Right. But she gets on the charts, so like, I mean, he's singing country. Now, granted, it's a trap beat under, but like, there's, there's only one glaring difference between him and Taylor Swift. Yeah. So I don't know. And yesterday, was it Brantley Gilbert was here at our station? Yeah. And he played a song off of his new record to a crowd of people that are uh, Wolf listeners. And then it straight up had hip hop beats behind it. Yeah. And then at one point, a guy was rapping on it. Right. I looked at Steve and I go, that is not country. Like, and it's fine. Like, I get it. So I'm just saying, if all that stuff is country, how come this guy is? It's all Nelly's fault. Yeah, no kidding. Right? Him and Tim McGraw. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> this were you feeling this at the, at the rodeo? I probably, they should have played this at the rodeo. This is the ideal bull riding song. So I'm like, look, I hear what you're saying, but like Taylor Swift, you still count as a country artist. She's not. She hasn't made a country song in years. No. And it's so far removed from country now. Yeah. But I also agree with Taylor or uh, Trevor Noah. He's like, dude, the guy's talking about riding horses. Yeah. This is a country song. He's got cowboy hats on and they're riding horses in the video. Right. The last horse I saw in a rap video was a woman with very large breast. And uh, <laughs> what that you know the beginning of that DJ Khaled song? <laughs> oh, okay. What was that last year's song of the summer? I forget it. Oh man, with Beebs. Um, crap! You were always playing it, right? Yeah. Let's see, Khaled, right? Well, not just Khaled, DJ Khaled. Oh yeah, DJ. Because Khaled will be a different rapper. Gosh, man. Well, what about uh, Juice World? Is that cool? <laughs> I don't know much about uh, Juice World either. Um, 
Gosh, what was it? And Bieber, right? It was him and Bieber. The Chance one, the Rapper. I'm the one. I'm the one. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. it? So the beginning of that video has a horse, but it's a beautiful woman. That's the last time I saw a horse in a rap video. <laughs> so should that be on the country music? Right? Let's <laughs> up. You see her yet, Steve? Not yet. Oh, oh, here comes a horse. Please do me a favor. Do me the biggest favor. Matter of fact, do yourself the biggest oh, favor. Now we're starting to see who's and riding the horse. Mm-hmm. I've expected a better better reaction at you. Maybe you don't like him. Uh, she hasn't really been seen yet. Oh. Oh, okay. Now, oh. Big and busty. Loud and lusty. Oh, and that. That badonkadonk. That's right. I'm in my 40s and I'm white. And I said badonkadonk. <laughs> What is happening to this podcast? I don't know, we're getting old. I still love this song. It's good. I want to be at this house. I know. We never get invited to these parties, Ted. Now, we don't. We've been close to them. Yes. You know what? This we're summer. like one degree of separation away from it. This summer we will. Because we're going to go shirtless. Yeah. Shirtless summer, and we're gonna. I'm going to find a party for us at a pool. Okay. And if not, we rent a place, and we throw that party. Yeah, why not? We could probably get an Airbnb with a pool. Yeah. It might hurt be, our Airbnb rating. I feel like it'd be tougher here. Yeah. Where should we go? <laughs> What's well, I'm saying to Miami? It's easier. Like I have friends that have gone down there and Airbnb or uh, <laughs> or rented like one of those things on the on the water because there's like hundreds of thousands or not hundreds of thousands, but there's hundreds if not thousands of them. We're talking about trying to find a house on the water. Like we're gonna have to. I don't think they Airbnb houses in Medina. Yeah, you don't think. <laughs> 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 right? And we're going to throw right, no, this rager, <laughs> and all the old people are going to be like, hey, somebody down the street's throwing a party. <laughs> I'm going to look up Airbnb in Seattle. Can, can we filter it with a pool? Yeah. Airbnb yeah. with a pool? <clears throat> I wonder I what it would cost. VRBO. What does that mean? Vacation rentals by owner. And that's in uh, Airbnb? No, no, no. That's a different website. That's where like, I found that cabin we want to use for Spokane. Oh. For whatever reason, it predates Airbnb, and that was just where I always went. I just like that website. I'm going to write Seattle and then pool and see what happens. <laughs> well, I also have friends that DJ. That's how Cobb has that story of running into Cam Chancellor's chest. What? You not heard this story? No. So basically, one of our friends is DJing some awesome party on the east side at some pool party, and like he's like... Cobb, Cobb, like, you can come with me, right? Mm-hmm. So they show up, and Cobb's like, he either, like, went outside to make a phone call. So either way, he, like, comes around a corner and, like, just, like, comes around real fast and just, like, runs into a dude. But he's like, it's just, like, the guy's pecs. <laughs> and just, those pecs are so muscular that I got a black like, eye. looking at him like, no worries. Oh. <laughs> but it's just, like, like you know, Cobb's a fit, yeah. good-looking man. But yeah. You run into another monster of a man like that, and you blatantly just like run into his chest. You you feel tiny. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Sorry, I, you know what? I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. I'm a friend of the DJs. Have you heard Juice World? I know Juice World. Are we cool? Can we still play Six Nine? Or is because he's a snitch now? Is that not cool? How about that Tech Nine guy? There's two Tech Nines. Right, different Tech Nine. Right, and the one that uh, is no longer around, I guess, took his own life. Because he was about to face charges for child stuff that was. Oh, going. That's I did what not I heard. catch up on that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope I, I hope the internet's right because I read that the other morning. If that's what the are case, you World Star, where are you getting this info from now, Steve? <laughs> you know me. I'm not sure I do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening to Juice World. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to not. I'm trying to get out of this 40 year old white guy world, man. Tech Nine, 
All right, Tech Nine Child. Well, that's why you are. Uh, what was her names? A little out of touch. Yeah, he was facing. Uh, I'm a little out of touch. He was facing child porn charges before he died. Oh, but the other Tech Nine still alive, and you know, there's always going to be confusion between the two. Do you change your name? Except Tech Nine that we know on the West Coast spells it different. He does. He has no space in there. Yeah, thank goodness. Right. Otherwise, people are going to make assumptions. Well, dude, when I first saw Tech Nine, I thought the same thing. I originally thought it was the Tech Nine that I knew. Not that I know, but you know, I know I know. Well, that's like the I guy that, that they just arrested for shooting Nipsey Hussle. His name is Eric Holder. Uh-huh. Ever yeah. like government? Oh, God. What? Was it, wasn't he the old attorney general yes. of the United States, Eric Holder? <laughs> Dude, that sucks when that happened. Like there was a um, uh, a wrestler. Uh, he was a wrestler. He was in WWE for a minute and WCW back in the day. And he lived in Everett. And he was he had his own wrestling school and and trained most of the guys that you see wrestle uh, from Carl uh, uh, Randers to Guillermo Rosas to uh, Cody Chan, Big Jack. They're all trained by Buddy Wayne. All right, incredible person. I know his kid and his wife and just good people. I never met Buddy unfortunately, but I feel like if. If he didn't pass, I probably would have just right. because, you know, started getting more indoctrinated with the local wrestling scene. And, and he's had his hand on so many great wrestlers and just sound like a great dude. But there's another wrestler from back in the day from like the Memphis territory or somewhere around there also called Buddy Wayne. But apparently had like a similar kind of Tech Nine type of a thing, so like there's always been like that. No, not that Buddy. Not Wayne. that Buddy. The good yeah. Buddy Wayne, not the bad Buddy Wayne. And it's just like that has to suck when you have a certain name and you're associated with someone who's a piece of crap. Dude, there was a broadcaster in Baltimore when we were there, whose last who had the same name as that awful dude at Penn State's and Dusky. Yes. Right, You're right. He was a he was like a play by play guy. Right, and I, I can't like it was awful for him because he had the same exact name, and, and people thought he was this guy that had molested like all Jerry these... Sandusky. Yes, or something? yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just like oh, that one sucks because he's involved yeah. in sports. So, right, right. Yeah, and you can't right people. You can't blame people. They just go and see the name and think it's the same person. And you just make that quick assumption. Yeah. yeah so imagine you're a wrestler, and there's another wrestler, and it's a pretty unique name, Buddy Wayne. And then all of a sudden, you have someone who has a bad reputation, but you have one that has an incredible reputation. Yeah, and just like... Oh, I'd be so pissed. I know. I was talking about this the other day with somebody. Like, society has simple rules, right? Yeah. Not always, but there's simple things we all kind of agree on. And like, this sounds awful, but if there had somebody that committed some kind of like shooting or something, you'd be like, oh, that's bad. But when it's attached to child stuff, you're like, no, 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 no. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because we all, right, like, there's certain things everybody's like, right, like, don't, you know, don't mess with kids. Don't, you know, don't do that. You kind of be nice to old people. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't exactly. Don't kick dogs. Yeah. Like, there's, like, society has with animals, certain, kids, or old people. Right, there's certain, like, right, we're not predators out in the world, right? Yeah. Like, there's certain rules. Uh, let's see where we at on we're, we're, we're getting there, dude. Okay, oh, yeah. so this weekend, WrestleMania, you probably right. not watching it? No. Are you just done watching wrestling? I, you know what, Steve? I'm an independent wrestling fan. That's what I've decided. I don't mind watching Defy and that yeah. stuff. But yeah, I'm kind of over the WWE. Dude, to be honest with you, I, I, I love the WWE still. I still watch it. But I'm definitely more of a fan of NXT, which has an independent vibe to it, being that most of those guys are independent wrestlers getting have more time to create a cool match as opposed to a five-minute television match. So I'm still... If I if I if they said I'm taking away WWE, you can only pick one brand to stick with. I'd be NXT all day long because I think it's just the superior brand. But I I much rather watch independent wrestling. To me, is so awesome, and I think AEW is going to just crush it with uh, bringing in a lot of that independent talent 
and put it on a national spotlight. They just signed Jim Ross to be their play-by-play guy. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Justin nice. Roberts, former WWE guy, is going to be their ring announcer. All right. They're really putting together. They're not just grabbing old WWE people, but they're also grabbing new, young, fresh people as well. So there's this nice mix mash of all that. But, of course, WrestleMania is going down. The big talk is Batista versus Triple H. I grabbed the clip of audio that I wanted. I know. Sorry, I just got to say, here's my issue. Like, do wrestling fans ever get tired of the same thing being done over and over? Right? Like, how the F? Like, is Triple, like, really? It's a battle of two guys over 50, and they're both of their careers. Are, you know, Batista's like, my career is done. I just want, I want to finish my career kicking your ass. And then Batista's like, if you, I mean, and that's what Batista said. Triple H's like, if you kick my ass, my career is done too. It's like, <laughs> both of your careers should be done. It's time to end these careers. Undertaker, please don't show up. Oh. Kurt Angle's got a big retirement match. It's like, he shouldn't... I even... mean, if Undertaker shows up, I get that, because that's like his thing. It's the one time a year he shows up. Right. But like, some Unless of these... Saudi Arabia and he's getting paid a lot of money. Right, but these other ones, right? Right, that's the other thing, too. Like, yeah, I don't know. The w... I just don't care for the McMahon family or the WWE. And then also, as somebody who kind of goes in and out of watching it, every time I come back to it, it's just like... It's like, is the, what is this product right now? Other than you feeding me commercials and buy this and buy that. And, and with The Undertaker, it's funny because obviously he's got no, and now he's got social media and he posts stuff. And it's like, oh, great. Undertaker just turned into my super conservative uncle. Because <laughs> it's not what you'd expect. He's not being the dead man. No. He's <laughs> just the polo shirt wearing, tucked in his pants, golfer looking guy. Yeah. With the tattoos, though. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. Social media is tougher for wrestlers because they're in character. Right. You know what I mean? At least, like, with, with other stars, with other sports stars, you might not know what they're like outside of their uniform, but that's still a human being. Whereas, like, these guys are, in, you know, characters. It's like actor. I, I don't know. It's just tougher for them. Meanwhile, your dude, Joey Ryan, uh, the king of dong style. Yeah. He's now just doesn't give an F because obviously everyone knows him for being the guy that flips people with his wiener. Right. But whenever he takes pictures with people, people used to always be like, can I put my hand on your wiener for the picture? He's like, ah, he's going to WrestleMania. And he's charging 30 bucks a picture if you want to touch his wiener. Good for him. He's going to make a killing. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be some awkward touching by dudes and women, but he's going to make a killing. Oh, man. I don't know that I could do that. Have just random people just put their hand on your pecker? Yeah. Why not, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just weird. <laughs> That's always been like the dilemma in my life is like, there might come a time maybe I'll ever have a chance to wrestle Joey Ryan. Fingers crossed. Crazier things have happened. I got to wrestle with Priscilla Kelly, right? right. If I wrestle him, I'm of course going to have to get flipped by the dong. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one to explain to the parents. <laughs> I'd rather have to grab his junk than have random people grabbing my junk. But if they give you 30 bucks a pop? <sighs> I don't know, man. I feel like you're just going to feel a lot of the bees. <laughs> I'm a grower. <laughs> well, anyways, Batista and Triple H All right. uh, back on, uh, it was March 11th. I forgot about this until today, but I was like, oh, I got to play this audio for Ted. All right. It's Batista and Triple H acting at their finest. And it's, at first you're like, are we talking about wrestling? Here it is. Face me like a man. Hunter, look at you. You know you want it. It's killing you. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Let me hear you say it. Everybody here wants to hear you say it. Give me what I want. You know what I want. You just don't want to give it to me because you're not in control. I'm in control. Now, Hunter, 
Give no. me what I want. I am going to give you the beating you deserve, Dave, and nothing more. No. That's not what I want. I want you at WrestleMania. Give it to me. You want Jesus. me at Mania? Is that what this is about? This is what you've become because you want me at WrestleMania? Is that what you want? Give it to, give it to me. Give me what I want. You want me at WrestleMania? Give me what I want. You're on. Here's the best part. This long pause. And this is all he says. Well, he says more, but this is his first thing he says after that. Thank you. Oh, all right. <laughs> Give me what I want. Give me what I want. I feel like this would be better if we do it this way, though. <laughs> Face me like a man. Hunter, look at you. You know you want it. It's killing you. Give me what I want. Give me what I want! Let me hear you say it. Everybody here wants to hear you say it. Give me what I want. You know what I want. You just don't want to give it to me because you're not in control. I'm in control. Now, Hunter. That sounds like a horrible, you know, horrible nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like two alpha males about to make love. Yeah. Jesus, God. Silverback gorillas barking at each other. Jeez. Give it to me, Give it, jeez. Give me what I want. And I want some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, right? All right, we should probably get out of here. Yeah, man. Uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah, again, this weekend. Uh, if you want to come on out, 3-2-1 Battle on Friday night, your man, Steve Miggs, will be there. <laughs> giving you what you want. <laughs> and I might be uh, maybe mixing it up in the ring. You never know. <laughs> Which would be pretty cool. So come on nice. out to Evolve Fitness and uh, come support your dude, Steve Miggs. It'll be pretty cool to see you there. Uh, it's Friday night, 9 p.m. Uh, do the advanced tickets. You just go to their Facebook, type in 3 to one battle or just show up and, and you can just get standing room tickets. I think they're like 10 or 15 bucks. It's not bad. Nice. And I'll give you what you want. <laughs> All right, we should get out of here, Ted. You got anything going on this weekend? No. Did you listen to the TED Talk? You're resting your body. (laughs) Will you wear your cowboy hat while resting your body? Probably not, but I can throw it on if you want. I'll tell you this what. If I put it on, it's only because I'm about to get in the shower. (laughs) Naked cowboy. He's left Times Square and he's got an airy. Have you ever met that guy? (laughs) No, but I've heard he's a deep. Uh, We walked right by him, Sid and I, when we went to New York the last time. Yeah. I almost was going to ask for a picture, but I was like... I probably have to ask. I have to give him money. Yeah. And I'm not paying to get a picture with this guy. <laughs> no. He just looks sleazy. Yeah. He's an eight cowboy, Stevie. He is sleazy. <laughs> You're a good point. All right, let's get 10 mega family. Let's get out of here. Give me what I want. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'll give you what you want. Give me what you want. The colonel did this. Yeah. They would have liked it. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Peace. Give me what I want.